0: on a Monday after which Liverpool drew uh, nil-nil with Everton in what was an absolutely horrific performance from the Reds. Jürgen decided to go all at attack, showing Everton absolutely no respect, went with Carvalho and Elliott as his number eights, went with a front three, brought in Costas at left-back, and none of it worked. Liverpool looked completely lost, completely imbalanced. And it wasn't until Bobby Firmino was in, introduced at half time and Liverpool went 4-2-3-1 that they found any semblance of looking like a proper football team. And it was working quite well. And it looked like it was the type of setup that was going to allow Liverpool potentially to get the first goal of the game and then force Everton to come out and play, until Jurgen decided to bring on James Milner at right-back and Andy Robertson at left-back. And Robbo, as we know, has been quite poor this season, out of form, uh, and he was fairly poor when he came on. Milner was an absolute train wreck. Uh, Introduced at right-back, he got roasted four different times, looked lost, was at fault for the goal that Conor Cody scored, which thankfully was ruled out for offside. And then Jürgen had to burn another substitution to bring on Joel Matip to put Gomez to right-back to get Milner out of the puddle of poo that he put him in in the first place. Um, Yeah, it just wasn't very good. And the game petered out from there and nothing happened. Pickford made a couple of good saves. We did hit the woodwork three different times in this game, which is worth noting. Uh, Darwin, first and foremost, brilliant control and half volley, which was reminiscent of a Torres goal against Blackburn. Uh, Pickford got a hand to it, touched it onto the bar, the ball broke. Diaz picked it up, did the Diaz thing of cutting in and whipping it with his right foot, cracked the post. And uh, then Mo, with one of the last kicks of the game, got the ball in the inside left channel and first-time shot, hits the base the post, had Pickford beaten all ends up. Uh, Just one of those games. Just one of those games. And it's unfortunately, it's another one for this season. Like Fulham, like Palace, Like United, games that we should be winning and not just winning, but winning comfortably. These are bad teams and we're making them look competent. Like Everton are awful, awful. And we made them look competent at the weekend. That's really not acceptable. There's a lot of work to do for Jürgen and the fitness staff and the coaching staff now because... The players don't look right. Forget form for a second. They just don't look right. They don't look like they have the same energy levels. The running numbers are down. The, uh, the intensive sprint numbers are down. Uh, Dan Kennett has them up on his Twitter feed if you want to check those there. Um so whether they were under trained in preseason or over-trained in preseason, my feeling is they might have been over-trained. Because That's what it feels like in terms of the amount of players that got injuries. Like Everybody was right up against their limit. And then as soon as the season started, they were just pushed over that limit. And all of a sudden, they're injured, they're sluggish, there's no intensity. It's just not a good look at all. It's very, very un-Jürgen Klopp-esque for his team to look as listless as this group currently do. Then there are form issues. Trent is in really poor form. Robbo is in really poor form. Mo's in mixed form. I think he's playing pretty well, but he's been really badly used. Like, Why is he stood so wide on the right? Fab, I think, has been better than most people have made him out to be, but he's clearly not at 100%. Now, a big factor in that is he's playing in midfield all by himself. Like, he's had no help. Elliot does not offer defensive help. He's active off the ball. He's not good off the ball. Milner is not good off the ball. Henderson is awful off the ball. And Carvalho is a kid, and he is, frankly, awful off the ball. Uh, when it comes to things like defensive positioning, blocking passing lanes, they, they press well. The, the two young lads, they go and they harry and they harass and they'll chase a runner when they see them, but only when they have the ball. They don't track runners who are moving off ball. They don't sit in next to Fab, which is what we need. There's just there's no cohesiveness in that midfield since Thiago got hurt. And it's something that needs to be addressed. And hopefully Arthur can come into the team on Wednesday uh, for Napoli and address most of those issues. Um so yeah, look, lots lots to do for the coaching staff and a very tough run of games coming up in the league and the Champions League. So no real time to mess about. On the plus side, Jota is back, Joel is back, Curtis was back and now seems to be out again, but that might just be that he's being brought along slowly. Uh Arthur's in the squad now, and obviously um Thiago is back, apparently due to train today. He may well already have by the time we record this. So there are positives, but there's a lot of work to do and it needs to be done quickly. Um, Don't want to spend too much time on the Everton game because it was just awful. Absolutely shocking. And uh, I got all my ranting out of the way on Raw once the (laughs) painkillers wore off. So let's look at the main Liverpool websites and see what's going on. The headline piece on this is Anfield. Liverpool have unveiled their new ter- third, third. If you're Irish, third kit for 22-23, and I think this is absolutely stunning. I think this might be the best kit that we've had since Nike took over, or Nike, whichever you prefer. Um, it is. I think it's sensational. It's teal with red. The numbers are done in white. Uh, They're done in a 3D fashion. I just think it is fantastic. I'm really, really impressed with this jersey. Uh, It's sustainably made with on-pitch and replica jerseys constructed with 100% recycled polyester fabric, which is made from recycled plastic bottles. That's very cool. That's very, very cool. Not sure how comfortable it will be, but, you know, uh, I think it looks great, personally. Uh, and if you disagree, um, that's fine. You're just wrong. But, you know, that's... every Each to the road, you're all entitled to be wrong. Um, let's move on before I start making a show of myself. Uh, Liverpool's search for cohesion remains ahead of unforgiving. Fortnite, really, really busy... And tough fixtures coming up now for the Reds. We get Napoli on Wednesday. Then it is Wolves at the weekend, which is tough. Then it's Ajax. At least both of those games, Wolves and Ajax are at home. But then it's Chelsea away. And then it's Brighton at home after the international break, which is a tough game in itself. But the... The four remaining games up to the international break are all difficult. And then after the international break, it doesn't get much easier. Brighton, Rangers at home, Arsenal away, Rangers away, City at home, West Ham at home. That's, that's horrible, frankly. That is pretty horrible. Um, but look, it is what it is. Uh, Naby Keita left out of Liverpool's 24-man squad for the Champions League. Him and Alex oxlade chamberlain I expected Ox to be left out but we've had nothing from anybody about what Naby's injury is or the severity of it or even you know what muscle might be hurt. So we'll just wait and see. Uh, we'll just wait and see. Uh, this club is like home for me. Uh, LFC women's top scorer signs new contract. Leanne Kiernan scored 13 goals for the Reds last season as they won the FA Women's Championship and secured promotion back into the Barclays Women's Super League. Uh, Leanne Kiernan grew up about a 10-minute drive from where I live and was a multi-sport star as a kid. Um, She's still obviously very young. I don't know what age she is, 23, 24 maybe. But um, she was a, a... incredibly talented women's Gaelic football player as well and could easily have pursued that got signed by West Ham she'd been playing I think for Shelburne in Ireland got signed for West Ham I actually met her uh through my old job a couple of days before she was due to fly to London and join West Ham and really nice girl really down to earth her mother was just so happy for her that she was getting to go off and pursue her dream. Obviously, was at West Ham, did quite well. Has joined Liverpool, and she has been phenomenally good, phenomenally good since joining. So uh, great that she's uh, she's signed the new contract, and great that you know, great to see an Irish girl doing well. We 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 have to stick together. We don't get many, and the ones that we do get, uh, we we will follow to the ends of the earth. She's actually twenty three. Um, yeah it was Shelburne, Shelburne then West Ham for three years and now uh, Liverpool for the last 12 months, 25 caps for Ireland as well uh, made her first appearance for Ireland at 19 so you know she's long been touted as as a star over here um, yeah uh, what else have we got there Bobby Clark scores and assists in under 21's draw seven days after making his Liverpool debut. Graffiti removed from Liverpool murals after being defaced. This really wound me up. This really got to me because these are these are things that people put a lot of work into. Whether it was the artists who who created them, whether it was the uh, the groups that funded them, whether it was the groups that they were there for, you know, in support of to raise awareness for, this was really out of out of pocket for the Everton fans to do this. This was really really disgraceful. Carry on. And the things that were written on them was a disgrace as well. Forget the actual um, the actual just defacing of them. Like the racist comment that was put on the Salah one, um, the horrendous comment that was put on the one of um, Ian St. John and Roger Hunt. Just horrendous. So credit to the people that have gotten these uh fixed up and they look they look great again. They do, they look great again. So uh credit to the artist who's gone out and fixed them. Um but shame on every Everton fan involved in that. On to Liverpool.com. Liverpool are failing, I'm sorry, Liverpool are falling for Mo Salah Myth as Kevin De Bruyne. And Man City reality is clear. I assume this is down to the comments from Linders about wanting to make Salah more of a playmaker, which to me just seems like absolute madness. And I just, I Linders needs to shut his mouth. Like why is Pep and Linders all of a sudden front and center for everything? I don't understand why he wrote a book. I don't understand why he was allowed to write a book. I don't know why he's constantly giving interviews. You're the assistant manager. Assist the manager. We don't want to hear from you. Well, some might. I don't. Do your job. Get the team right. Stop giving interviews. Liverpool get priority for January transfer as FSG. 602 million prediction sees Man United overtaken. So Liverpool, who had, you know, no money to spend in the summer and have spent 40 million net across the last seven windows, have uh, less when you factor in loan fees. Have uh, passed the 600 million turnover fee for the past year. Well, that's what's expected anyway, um, which is fairly incredible. The priority is about Moises Casado. Uh, reports in Ecuador are that we approached them again on deadline day, which a few people have said. Um, and, you know, hopefully that is the truth that we did go back and try and get him because I think he does solve. So many issues for us and that Brighton said no, but that they might be open to a sale after the World Cup and we could get a first option type of thing there that might have even been secured while talking to them. So uh, he's definitely one that would be a massive get for us. Such a good player, was brilliant again at the weekend against Leicester, just swallowed up James Madison and scored himself a goal. Tremendous performance. Uh, Roberto Firmino can unlock new, Liverpool, new local Liverpool midfield and solve Thiago problems. So this obviously is a suggestion of playing 4-2-3-1, which I, I do think is probably the right thing to do for the moment. And myself and Carl have, uh, have done scouted for Napoli. And 4-2-3-1 just does make sense. When you think about our players, it just does make sense. The only thing we don't have is a good backup for Fab. But Fab is more comfortable in a two. He always has been. So is Thiago. So is Nabi if he's ever fit again. So is Arthur. Right wing would suit Harvey more. Left wing would suit Carvalho more. Obviously, Sala and Diaz can play those roles. And in the number 10 spot, you've got Bobby, you've got Carvalho, you've got Harvey, you've got Curtis Jones. Then Jota can play both wings and the nine. Bobby can also play the nine and Darwin can play the nine or potentially left wing if needed. Uh, I I just think 43-1 would make a lot more sense for us, being completely honest. James Milner's best Liverpool role becomes clear. Yes, James Milner's best Liverpool role is sitting in the stands. Just what it is. Just what it is. Uh, Anfieldindex.com then. Lots of uh, new articles. Um, what sort of, of midfielders do Liverpool need that is an article by young Samuel, Samuel Maguire Liverpool's disjointed attack that is a piece also by Samuel Maguire uh, Liverpool Everton player ratings this is I think by Stephen Smith am I right yeah Stephen Smith um, he, he's been quite generous because Stephen's a nice guy Um so there's that. Um, Podcast-wise, there's a new Money Talks that's well worth a listen. Uh, Mo and Guy having a discussion about the transfer window and why money wasn't spent. Uh, there was two post-match shows, Nina's show and and Raw. Rape Don't Hate, Garrett Seelinger, who is a, a new contributor, he joined Guy to rate the players from the game against Everton. And episode 338 of The Anfield Index podcast with Trev Downey, Lisa Marie and Carl Kopak, that is also out. Um, And you know, when you're talking about football, what else would you chat about other than LSD, climbing mountains, and footwear? So all good stuff there. Do check that one out. And that is it folks. That's all you've got for me today. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye.
1: We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show.